0: Have you ever stumbled across somebody else's journal or diary and wanted so badly to read what secrets were hidden inside? Welcome back. Welcome to... Welcome back to... So
1: this this is is love.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome everybody. Uh, Leslie and I are both a little under the weather. Uh, Leslie has to cough, so... (coughs) On cue.
1: I'll try not to cough into the microphone. Yeah,
0: that would be nice. (laughs) Uh, And I have just like a little sore throat kind of deal. But we're still here. Yep. We're still doing the podcast at the 11th hour. So to speak, this is
1: Happy Easter.
0: Happy Easter. This is Saturday night that we're we're doing this recording the day before.
1: <laughs> he is risen.
0: He is risen indeed. Woo! Um, so Happy Easter Day, everybody. We hope you had a great time with your family, um, or at least you're enjoying some some cool chocolates and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know what people in that don't live in Brownsville do for Easter.
0: We barbecue.
1: That's what we do. We barbecue, we barbecue and we break cascarones on each other's heads.
0: Gascarones are Easter eggs filled with confetti that you um eggs from like that real chicken egg. Um that you have <laughs> cut a little tiny hole at the top very meticulously.
1: Emptied out the egg. Emptied out the egg. Washed it washed, and dried it. Dried. Uh
0: and then Dyed it dyed it.
1: Or colored it or, or markered it or whatever. And then
0: stuffed with confetti. Yeah, and then uh, covered the hole with like <coughs> not 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 tape, but um,
1: we we used to use paper towel.
0: Pa- paper towel, really? Yeah, we used no. to do
1: paper towel with a little bit of glue.
0: Oh yeah, we did like the the, the tissue paper with glue. Yeah, we did. That, that too. we like cut little circles. Yeah.
1: around.
0: Um, and then so you the- pop
1: that on each other's heads.
0: As hard as you possibly can, uh-huh. and you got confetti all up in the hair. What do you?
1: I wonder what other people do.
0: I don't know, uh, but I know we would have prank eggs oh at my, my family's. Gosh.
1: Yes, I got hit on the head with flour-filled ones.
0: Flour-filled <laughs> eggs. Eggs that have not been opened, like oh, that's they still terrible. have the egg yolk in them. <laughs> um, yeah, fun stuff like that. I remember mm-hmm. my cousins doing that to to everybody. I was younger than them, mm-hmm. so I didn't get any of the the gag eggs, but I was there to experience it. And it was yeah. glorious. That's not fun. <laughs> well, we hope you guys had a great Easter. Um, we're going to keep it a little short um, because we're tired. Yeah, and uh, so we're going to get into a couple of uh, journal entries now.
1: November 13th, 2007. I'm so tired of feeling inadequate. I never feel good enough. When someone I love points out something about me that needs to change, I flip out. It shouldn't be that way when I know that person genuinely cares about me and isn't just saying things to make me feel bad about myself. It's not verbal or emotional abuse. It's only care and concern. I dislike that my reaction is immediately to retreat and feel inadequate. I don't want to be that way anymore. I don't want hurts from my past to haunt my present and my future. I know Aaron is not sick of me and I wish I could be more confident in this relationship. Father, please, please know that I love you more than anything or anyone. Please forgive me for not finding my worth in you. I'm wrong to believe that I'm completely inadequate as a person. Thank you for making me fearfully and wonderfully in your image. Thank you for the many blessings you give, you've given me. Thank you for Bert and his help with the dipstick in my car. I know you gave him the heart and the idea and how to fix the problem. Thank you for Aaron and his encouraging words. Father, please don't let me mess things with us up. Change me, Lord. Help me to see myself the way you see me. Give me your confidence. Help me to see my worth through you. Please continue to allow Aaron and I to get to know each other better. Help us to have fun in the courtship you place us in. I want nothing more than to be obedient to you, Father. Please show us your will and walk with us show us your way. Speak to Aaron's heart. Speak to my heart. Lord, I only want what you want. My desire is to please you and you alone. Please continue to grow me and stretch me and help me become the woman you want me to be. I love you, Father. I pray all these things in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. November 18th, 2007. So much has happened in the last five days. Thursday night, we talked about whether you would come to Thanksgiving with me or not. You decided not. I gave you the option. I asked you to pray about it and told you I wouldn't be offended if you decided not to. So you said birthday parties, barbecues, and stuff like that you'd attend with me, but not major holidays. Okay. So I didn't have a lot to say because I really wanted to think about what I was going to say before I said it. We talked about it Friday night, and you were assertive in your words. When the time is right. Fine. Saturday, Mom taught me how to make carne guisada, and John, Nilda, Veronica, and Christina came over for dinner. The night did not begin or end well for me. I felt like you were being weird. My playing around got out of hand and turned into attacking. After everyone left, the Holy Spirit convicted me. We talked briefly. I apologized. You said we'd talk Sunday. Today we had church, then lunch at the Moreno's, We went to get water alone, and we talked. I apologized for my behavior on Saturday night and asked your forgiveness. Tonight, you asked me to have dinner with you since I don't have HSM band practice. Of course, I said yes, but I'm scared that I might be in trouble or that you might want to talk. Am I being silly? I don't know. We'll see, I guess. So, Mom was here all weekend, and she leaves tomorrow morning. We had a good time while she was here, her and I. I asked her how she met my dad. Her story is similar to that my aunts told me, but still different since it was her story. Mom says that she called Jiffy Mart looking for my Tia Edie's boyfriend, Hector. My dad answered the phone because he worked there. My mom liked his voice, so she decided to go check him out. She saw him and thought he was ugly and a little fat. She went home and told my grandma that, and my grandma told her not to say those things and that she would probably marry him. Mom had another friend who worked there, and when she would go to the Jiffy Mart, she would talk to him, and my dad would make conversation with her too. One day, she needed an escort for her cousin's wedding. Her friend at Jiffy Mart kept telling her that he wanted to set her up with my dad. So, she asked my dad. He went. They started dating. Mom lost her virginity virginity to him in the backseat of a barracuda. Weird information, I know. But i don't want to forget any of it dad went to work in houston for a while he would write to my mom he told his dad he wanted to marry my mom but my grandfather ignored him my grandmother who was his mother also known as Licha, was out of town so he went to ask for my mom's hand in marriage alone during that time the mother and father were supposed to also be with the man when he asked for a girl's hand in marriage So, when Mama Licha came back from out of town, she made her husband, which was my grandpa Alejandro, um, and dad go back to my mom's parents and do things correctly. My parents were engaged for only a month. They paid for everything on their own. Dad was welding. Mom worked at H-E-B. My grandfather, um, which was my mom's dad, thought that they were getting married because my mom was pregnant. But that was not true. They got married by Justice of the Peace and then had a reception. It was cool to hear my mom tell the story. Very cool. So I had to jot it all down. Father, thank you that you love me so unconditionally. Thank you for mom's visit and letting it go so well. I'm so grateful to you for all you're doing, have done, and will continue to do. Give me peace, Lord, regarding dinner with Aaron. I'm a little bit worried. Fill me with your peace. Give me your wisdom in what's to come, good or bad. Help me to be confident in you, Lord, and the plans you have for my life. Help me. I need your help in deciding whether I should go to Thielisa's for Thanksgiving or not. I really need wisdom in this decision. Please continue to grow me, stretch me, help me be the woman you want me to be. I want to be obedient to your will. Continue to protect Aaron and I in our relationship. Change me, Lord. Make me more like your son. I can't do it alone. I pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. November 20th, 2007 Work was hectic, and I know that tomorrow will be the same. I'm exhausted after a night out with Audrey and Aaron. We had dinner at Carino's and then Starbucks. Today is four months for you and I. That is 120 days, a third of a year. It's kind of a long time. My frustration tonight, knowing I want to spend my life with you and not knowing when or if it will happen. The way I feel has not changed, and I'm not expecting that it will. Father, protect us, protect our hearts, show us your will for our lives, and guide us along your path. In Jesus Christ's powerful name, amen. November 27th, 2007. It's been a week since I've journaled, and a lot has happened in the last seven days. Thanksgiving came and went. We had two nice little fights on the same day. That was a really weird day for me. Today, you mentioned going to school in the spring semester. I'm excited, but at the same time, not. I thought my time with you now was very limited. You're going to be taking like 10 hours. I probably won't see much of you, and when I do, you'll be studying or doing homework. Tonight was a night I felt I hate saying goodbye or goodnight. I dislike it very much. I told you that. Maybe I shouldn't have. Erin, I just want to be with you. I'm pretty sure it's what God wants, too. I think you know that as well. I'm crying as I write tonight. I haven't done that in a while. I don't even understand how you do it. Father, thank you for all that you continue to bless me with. Lord, help me to look at my future with continued hope and faith. I know you know my heart. I know you know Aaron's heart. Help us to continue to be obedient to you. Father, I need your help in guarding my heart. I haven't given it away, but it's not far from happening. I'm getting tired and impatient, and I don't want to be either of those things. Give me your strength, courage, and confidence to follow through in this courtship. I pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay.
0: Yay. Mm -hmm. Yay. So, uh, even though there weren't that many journal entries, I still think there's, like, quite a bit to discuss. Especially in this first one.
1: Uh
0: I don't know if you saw this coming when you started reading the words. Oh, yeah. Um, But you said, um, you started off by talking about feeling inadequate.
1: Uh
0: uh, And that you're not good enough.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Where does that come from for you?
1: I don't know. I mean... You... I do. I mean, it has to do with the way that I grew up. Okay. Um, Being a people pleaser. Um, people having higher expectations of me, which I felt the need to... Rise. Rise to, you know, growing up. I mean, it started when I was little with having straight A's.
0: Challenge accepted.
1: Yeah, you know, and being... The most well-read, being a good speller, <laughs> getting the praise for that, uh-huh. you know. Um, I wasn't an only child. I had a sister. But I have a sister, the, the older, but child. I was the oldest child, um, and I always had straight A's. Mm-hmm. And when I got a B, I was really sad. No mm-hmm. one was ever really upset with me, um, but I don't know. I guess if that's where it started for me. Is like having to meet this expectation that whether it was healthy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it started young.
0: And w- were these expectations placed upon you or did you just feel them?
1: I think it started with them being placed upon me. And then as I got older, no one expected it of me anymore. anymore. Not that they said it. Right, they didn't say it. And so I just continued mm-hmm. to hold myself to those standards. Got it. You know, as most nerds usually do.
0: Yes. You know, I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so even... Now in our marriage, a lot of um the times that we have an argument or discussion or um a serious conversation mm-hmm. where one of us is being corrected or one of us is apologizing, um, this comes up mm-hmm. the the feeling of inadequate. And not mm-hmm. just on your end, mm-hmm. I mean, on my end also. Right. Um, whether I always say it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh because it was the same for me, like my parents um and my family in general are very high expectation people, uh and that didn't end after I was a child, like that like well into even now as you know thirty almost thirty three year old married man, mm-hmm. my parents still have these expectations um and so I'm able to deal with it in a better way now, but it's the same thing. So when we have these major discussions or conversations, um, the the feeling of inadequacy comes up. And and but why why do we why do you think we revert there?
1: I don't know. I mean, I've done the work.
0: Yeah, know? I know. Like,
1: I know you've done I'm, the work. It, it's because I have to talk through it. So I, I say I don't know because I don't <laughs> until I talk through it. Um, you know, I've done this work. I've done several twelve steps mm-hmm. where, and I know like that's one of my biggest struggles is codependency and what other people think of me. Okay. Um, and, and again, that comes, you know, started when I was little. Mm -hmm. So as a wife, I have these expectations of myself Mm -hmm. and I don't know. Honestly, I I can't, I mean, I, yeah, no, I can't now because I'm thinking like as a Christian, there are expectations. Um, there are very strict expectations in the Bible, but God doesn't expect us to live by those. I mean, He wants us to do <laughs> the best that we can. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, Proverbs thirty one talks about this amazing woman who mm-hmm. I will never be. That's not true. And you know, but it also comes from growing up. I mean, the expectations that were held that my mother was held to. Mm-hmm. And then then as an adult, my mom telling me that I had to live up to these things as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we got married, you know, shortly after we got married, my mom Mm -hmm. had a stroke. Oh, yeah. And so she came to live with us and we Mm -hmm. started taking care of her. (laughs) And I remember her (sighs) first, her first like month there, I stopped working so I could take care of her.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and I, of course, hadn't, this was my first time not working since I was 15 years old. Uh Uh-huh. So... Fifteen years later, I am not working for the first time in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: And you told me, I want you to rest.
0: But not... Okay, so just to like interject real quick, Mm -hmm. not just... You have to think about it in, in terms of not just professional work, but I mean, from the time that you were eight years old, you were taking care of other people. Right. You were working. You were doing things. Right. Um, uh, that weren't naturally expected of a child. Right. Um, so then you add that and it's over 20 years yeah. of working right. for other people. Right. Um, and so now you're not working and right. I'm telling you, Hey, why don't you just chill out and rest?
1: Right. I mean, I had to take care of my mom cause she yeah. didn't have a provider at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that first nine months of taking care of my mom was really rough. Yeah. Um, but in that first month, I remember I had bathed her and made her lunch. And my mom um, has right-side paralysis, so she can't do anything for herself. No. And um, so, you know, I, I did everything for her. And I got her all settled. And she was in her wheelchair in the living room. And I was still in my pajamas. hmm And it was almost lunchtime. Yeah. And I... Got lunch together and was waiting for you to come home. So I could eat. So you could eat lunch with us. And um, and she said to me, aren't you going to change your clothes? Aren't you going to put some makeup on? Aren't you going to fix your hair? <laughs> and I was like, no. Why would I do that? It's 1130 in the morning. Okay. Aaron will be here at noon. Mind you, i had been up since 7. Right. And, um, well, he's going to leave you.
0: Is what she said.
1: Is what she said to me. And I was like, no mom, (laughs) Aaron's not going to leave me. (laughs) Well, yes he is, because look at the way you look. Like, your hair's not even brushed, you don't have any lipstick on. And I was like, so? But, that's what my grandmother taught my mom. Yeah, That's what my grandmother taught all my aunts.
0: Because the whole thought process is, your husband is out there at his professional job with professional people and right. they are not in rags al tirada
1: right and yeah. not that i was in rags <laughs> i mean i was in my pajama pants no and a no okay you know? well
0: not just rags but right. they, they weren't you know
1: they're dressed up they're yeah. dressed to the night they
0: have their makeup on they, they smell
1: have... like perfume they've yeah. got their barn painted yeah.
0: so you then know? your husband goes from from that at work To home where you're not. Like, you're in your pajamas. Your hair's still a mess. Maybe you've brushed your teeth. Maybe you haven't. (laughs) Um, And that thought process is there's this comparison that happens where, oh, maybe, you know, I need that person instead of my
1: wife. Right. Right. And that's where it comes from for her. (laughs) But that's not who you are. No. And And when you tell me to rest, you mean stay in your pajamas and sleep and rest and watch stupid Hallmark movies over yeah. and over, you know? And so, but I remember you coming home and my mom was eating lunch in her room and I was uh-huh. sitting at the table, you know, I had already got everything ready uh-huh. and I said, "Erin," you said yes. And I said, so mom said this to me today. <laughs> and I remember watching your face contort. And you were
0: upset. I, it was upsetting.
1: I, well, I was upset. Yeah. I was upset, but at the same time, like, laughing to myself because I knew, like, uh, I know that's not true, you know? Yeah. But it is still where those thoughts of inadequacy come from, you know? Like, I was raised in it. hmm You have to do these things. You yeah. have to look this way. You have to be this person.
0: If not, your husband will leave you. Exactly. And then I think I talked to your mom. You did. like Immediately.
1: Yes. You said, Mom, can <laughs> I talk to you? And I went and sat down in front of the television. And
0: I, I was just, it was from the very beginning that your mom has come to live with us. I mean, I call her mom. Right. She's my mom, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really interesting for me. I'm sure. because I know it's been
1: interesting for her.
0: (laughs) Because on one aspect, she didn't grow up the way that we're trying to live. Right. Right. You know, we go to church, we read the Bible, we want to honor God. Right. um, And we have sought out um, information to help us do that.
1: Right. And And wisdom. Wisdom and
0: counsel Mm -hmm. and a lot of different things that have informed the way that we live now right
1: and the things that we believe in
0: and so not only that so so living that example for her and helping her um become a part of that and and help her find out how how she wants to do that or how she wants to honor god um uh, that that's cool yeah you know um Interesting to see, interesting to watch her take steps in that direction and grow, um, and then you're like, "Well, wow!" You know, we right. we can't like our example did something, right? Um, and then another thing to be the the man of the house, where I have to not not that I'm in control of the situation, but I have to take the lead in something where we'd only been married a year.
1: Yeah, only a year.
0: And I could do a a husband-wife relationship because there's a lot of equalness in it. I mean, yeah, the the husband is the head of the house or whatever. Right. But, you know, the wife is no less important or no less, um, what's the word, equal in responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you add this third person who... Is not your wife. Is not my wife. <laughs> who is not my child. Right. Who is an adult.
1: Right.
0: Who is older than me <laughs> and is also a woman. Yep. And y'all's relationship was really strained. hmm You know, there wasn't the healing that we've had since then. Right. Um, and so between you and I, a a large part of what I was trying to do was to cheer you on and to encourage you to mend that relationship, Mm -hmm. um, even though she was driving you crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And a lot of, like, your past resentments and fears and and stuff were being brought up again because of her being there. Um, And so it was encouraging and also, like... Okay, let's
1: let's deal with this. Let's walk through this. (laughs) Uh,
0: But then on her side, the same thing. Because she came in with her own set of... Ideas. Crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, Where she was living with people who, I mean, walked all over her.
1: Yeah.
0: Practically. Um, People who, like friends of hers, (laughs) you know, just treated her like garbage. And she expected us to do the same.
1: Yeah. Like, she thought that being corrected was... The world was falling apart. <laughs> I mean, now you know where I got it from, you know? I
0: was, I was <laughs> going to say that. Um, and so, I remember one of the first times that I ever... I, I don't know if it was that time. Um, but it was one of the first times that I had to have... Um, a really serious conversation with with mom about something.
1: <laughs> We've had a lot of those.
0: I've had <laughs> so many since then, uh, but just the feeling of, of of like heavy weight that I felt in that relationship, with taking all those things into consideration, and then knowing that okay, I'm I'm the man. Right and God wants me to do this, and I need to do it in a way that honors Him and, and honors, honors her
1: and honors her, yeah,
0: and honors you, and doesn't make me look ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, I remember like just really, really um, concentrating and nodding my head. And trying to understand her point, but also trying to help her understand what what I was saying, um, and what I was getting at. And then after the conversation, just walking away and being like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was." And, and I and I talked about it to other people, um, just how surreal it was to to feel that way, to to enter into a role that I hadn't ever been in before, mm-hmm. um, that nobody had ever expected me to be in before. Like I'd mentored. Um, Friends, you know mm-hmm. i would counseled people i've I've mentored uh, high school kids, right. uh, but I'd never had uh, that kind of relationship where this is um somebody I'm responsible for right. in the sense of family, yeah, and in the sense of bringing somebody into my home,
1: well, yeah, because normally your mother-in-law would not live with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you would not care for her. You
0: know? Well, I mean, some people might care for...
1: Well, but I mean, like... You I'm wouldn't... saying in
0: the way of, like, I don't care for her. Oh,
1: no, no, no. I don't mean like that. <laughs> but I mean, like, we literally cared for her. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. Emotionally. Spiritually. Yeah. hmm We fed her, you know? I cleaned her up. Exactly.
0: When she made messes. Exactly. On herself.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and I would give her her, her insulin and mm-hmm. all bunch of stuff. Um, and... And that time was a big time of growth for all three of us. Yep, I think most definitely. Um, for 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 me, learning how to take care of somebody, for you learning how to take care of your mom, yeah, and and build that relationship back up, and for her learning how to be a part of a world that she never expected to find herself in.
1: Right, and I and you know it's it's really cool because I I often think about the role that you've been put in. Yeah, and um, and I think about, I think about us at the time, like even in the in the time where our journal entries are, like mm-hmm. you're so young. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> I was 24.
1: Yeah, but God, you has used this time to really grow yeah. you and make you into an amazing man.
0: Well, thank you.
1: Like most men would not step up and take care <laughs> of their mother-in-law. Some of them don't even take care of their moms. Yeah. I'm grateful for you, I love you. I love you more uh, so
0: <laughs> and you also so getting back to the journal entry um you you said that you hoped that i was never, that I wasn't sick of you, mm-hmm. and that's something else that comes up a lot mm-hmm. right i and I think that goes hand in hand with the feeling inadequate, yeah, right um I'm not sick of you I know. I think you're amazing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I love you. I love you. And the time that we get to spend together, I don't, I, it may not, uh, come across this way, but I'm never satisfied with the amount of time that we get to spend together. Mm-hmm. I always want more. Okay. Okay. Um, November 18th mm-hmm. is the second journal entry. And we talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, when you, as soon as you started talking about it, I, I knew immediately what you were going to get at, um, and it was something that I discussed with with the pastors, mm-hmm. uh, with with Pastor John who was helping me out and, and Pastor Mike, and I was like, okay, so we are dating Leslie and I. Um, <sighs> mm-hmm. You know what? What do you think? Because um, major holidays are different, right? Like and you see it in movies, you read about it in books and TV shows where. Uh, sometimes, uh, people bring in a person that they're dating and it's awkward, Mm -hmm. it's weird, or, uh, because they like, well, you're just dating this person and it isn't serious. Mm -hmm. Right. And then other times, uh, they bring a person to a special holiday because it is serious. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just didn't want any of those two things. You know? I just wanted to be careful. I didn't want to be, well, this random person. I didn't feel like I was a random person that you were, like, bringing home to have Thanksgiving with. Right. Um, But I also didn't want to, like, make you feel like, this is my future husband, everybody. Oh,
1: well, yeah, I never would have said that. No,
0: not that you would have said it, but that they would have been asking you and... Of
1: course they would have. Well, that's what family's for. Because I didn't ever take guys... (laughs) I mean, I might have taken one or two other ones home, you know, but... Um it had been a long time since uh since I'd brought home a, a boyfriend. A man. Yeah.
0: Um and so that's why I was like, well no, like major holidays, that's just for the families. Um we'll keep that separate for now. Uh, but barbecues, birthdays, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, and it, I was it, like, I my family them. doesn't have a barbecue.
0: They don't, but <coughs> oddly enough, after we started mm-hmm. dating, man, they just had barbecue after barbecue.
1: For holidays.
0: Yeah. No, no, but um, they did... What did they do? Because I did go to something while we were dating. Um, we had just done the July 4th thing. It
1: might have been an anniversary or something.
0: Or somebody's birthday. or You
1: did the July 4th thing, yeah. But we didn't barbecue. We just popped fireworks.
0: Yeah. But it was at, at your family's house. Mm-hmm. And we weren't actually dating.
1: No. At that time either.
0: Um, But I remember you telling me that after we started dating, you started getting like uh, Christmas cards and invitations no, that wasn't and stuff. Until after we got married. After we got married. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm sure they still loved you, <coughs> but I got I got cards for my birthday too. Yeah. From your family, mm-hmm. Um, and you were uh, so that weekend. You, your mom was teaching you how to make up, and you saw that. Yeah. Uh for people who don't know what guisada is, it's it's meat in a like a gravy sauce. It's delicious. We and it, it right. is so good. It is so good. It's it's um what what kind of meat is used? It's stew meat. It's stew meat. Um that's in, in cubes and it is cooked.
1: with like, onions and potatoes uh, and green peppers.
0: And it's so tender. I don't like it with the green peppers. Uh. No, I and I, I've had it. Um, I think
1: they even put carrots in it. So it's kind of yeah. like a Mexican beefy stew, just yeah. not super soupy. It's really yeah. gravy.
0: It's really gravy. <laughs> think of 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 like what's her name? Um, Julia Child, beef bourguignon. Yeah, and it's similar to that, but okay. in in a Mexican version. Um, and man, if if it's done well, like the beef is tender. And real juicy because of its own meat yeah. sauce, and then the gravy. Um it mm.
1: Yeah.
0: My older brother, that's what he like. Whenever we went out, that's what he wanted: okay. And you can have. I mean, you can go to the stripes now and get yeah, decent carne No, it's not. Decent. Sometimes it's
1: salty. It's sometimes. <laughs> uh,
0: but you go to like Julia's and and you get a giant taco. Yeah. With. Oh, yeah. I want it now, but your your first time did not no. come out so well.
1: No, it did not. <laughs> it was not good. I
0: remember eating it, and it, I mean, it was edible.
1: Yeah.
0: And I remember thinking, "All right, okay, <laughs> I can do this."
1: It was not good.
0: <laughs> it was gray. Yes. And it was uh, the. The meat was not tender. The meat was not tender. <laughs> um, it was not seasoned well. No. And the consistency of the liquid was very watery.
1: Yeah.
0: It was really watery. It wasn't very thick at all.
1: You know, I still don't think I've mastered carne guisada. You
0: haven't made it.
1: I haven't tried to. No. Because I'm just like...
0: You really no. should, though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, you said you attacked me.
1: I did. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't. even I mean, I didn't write down what happened.
0: So many details that are missing. I know. Um. Oh, and then you talk about how your parents met. Yeah. Which is super cool. Because.
1: <laughs> well, it's so funny because like I've heard that story from my aunts, aunt. like all aunt. my aunt's point of views, mm-hmm. and I've also heard that story from my father's point of view. Yeah. And my father's point of view is. Way different. What did he say? My dad said that he got tricked into getting married. Yes. <laughs> and um, that before they were even engaged, like, the picture was in the paper and the saying that they were engaged. And I was like, what? wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I have several <laughs> different versions of this story.
0: Well, from, from the one you just told right now, mm-hmm. from your mom's perspective... I can see how maybe um, they put the announcement maybe before the second time that his yeah. mom made him go back. Yeah. So maybe then, I mean, he wasn't really engaged, right. quote unquote, until the second time when his parents went with him. Right, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, a man comes up to you, says he wants to marry your daughter, put it in the paper.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um. And they were only engaged for a month. One month. My mom said the reception cost $100. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, our lives would have been so much easier. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) But she planned the whole thing, she said. My grandmother made her dress.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the next journal entry, uh, I met your cousin, Audrey. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember, um, I don't. I do remember eating at Carinos for a little bit, um but I mostly remember um, hanging out at Starbucks later, oh yeah, and one of the reasons i remember I was wearing contacts at the time for whatever reason, and one of the one of the the contacts came out of my eye uh-huh. um and I sat there at the table um and I stuck it back in my eye without like Going to the restroom or, or moving or, or using like a mirror or whatever. And I just remember thinking to myself, oh man, you're showing off here and stop it.
1: That's weird. Yeah, I know. You're weird. I
0: am. <laughs> um, contact show off. You contact show off. Uh, but I mean, if, if anybody's ever tried to put a contact on without looking in the mirror. I can. Well, you're special.
1: I'm superior. I
0: think it's super hard. No. I think it's super hard. Um, and we have we been dating for four months.
1: Yeah. hundred and twenty days. <laughs> a third of the year. A little over. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. A quarter. Three.
1: Not a quarter.
0: No. It's been a quarter. Days. I don't know. There are three
1: hundred and sixty five days in a year. Six,
0: nine, twelve. Yeah, but three months is a quarter. Yeah. And Well no. Yes. Three, four six, 4 months 12. is a third and 4 months is a third. Right. Yeah, but it was... it was a quarter and a month. Okay. Okay. Um <coughs> 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 Sorry, buddy. Hmm. And then the the last journal entry, we had two nice little fights. What did we fight about? I don't know. You didn't write it down either. No. I don't know. I'd no like idea. to I'd like to know. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I talked about going to college in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course we come back to you hate saying goodbye. Yeah. Which hasn't really changed. No. Even after we got married. No. And I'm yours forever. Yeah.
1: Why do I have to say goodbye? I mean, you put a ring on it so you could be with it forever, right? Right. 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 But but
0: sometimes we have to go to work, you have to go to work. I don't
1: want you to go to work, I want you to stay with me all the time.
0: Well, if you're going to pay for it, (laughs) if you're going to find this, like, special scholarship fund that just allows us to be married and they pay all the bills. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Anybody?
1: Anybody? (laughs) Anybody got a scholarship to fund that? Okay. It's midnight. We need to go to sleep.
0: It is midnight. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Thank you so much, everybody, uh, for listening to episode 22. We didn't even say episode 22 at the beginning.
1: We didn't. We're too busy
0: laughing. (laughs) We're tired. Thank you again for listening. Um, Last week, Leslie and I talked about um, doing... We had started the 21-day challenge, Mm -hmm. and we have officially failed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got sick and when you're sick it's really hard.
0: Whataburger comes well, cause in Well, because
1: Whataburger makes me feel better. <laughs> and I know that's not an excuse. And I feel really bad because I because I quit, you know? But we haven't eaten terrible. No. I mean, aside from having Whataburger, like, we haven't done a terrible job. Yeah. We just haven't been following it to the strict guidelines. And I haven't logged any of my points because of that. Um, but I've still been drinking all my water. And you know, of course we don't drink alcohol no. and the sugar too, like I've not been having a lot of sugar or refined I had jelly carbs. Jelly beans today. Oh uh, well maybe you did, but I didn't. So jelly
0: beans are good.
1: <laughs> anyway, we'll try again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but something that has been going really well is uh, I know we talked about it, when we mentioned it a little while ago. Uh, I joined the gym again. Okay. I came back. Uh, and I did three days this week, not just two, like I've been doing the the previous two weeks. Yeah,
1: he's making up because I couldn't
0: go. Yeah, Leslie's I been, been sick, able to breathe. Uh, and she hasn't been able to go to the gym. <coughs> so I was like, well, I'll make up for it. I'll go. Um, and there's this really great uh, picture that somebody sent me when we first started. Getting into the whole CrossFit thing mm-hmm. um, Robert sent me this picture And it's it's this guy Who's laying on the floor He's got his arm um, Covering his, his forehead And there's this like pained look On his face like he can't catch his breath And the caption says I think I just paid somebody to torture me yeah. Hashtag CrossFit yeah. And that's how it felt like yeah. On Thursday I, I sweat just normally uh, and any other, any type of physical activity makes you sweat a lot. Well, this, this was the most I think I've ever had sweat come out of my body. There was like a pool of sweat underneath me. Robert said you could stand over it and see your reflection in the sweat on the floor. Um, so that was good.
1: Fun. I can't wait to get back out of this next week.
0: <laughs> um but in the meantime you guys can uh find us at So This Is Love Podcast. Yes. Uh at, on Facebook?
1: No. Yes. Right? So this is Love Podcast on Facebook. So this is Love Podcast on Instagram. Yes. So this is Love 10 on Twitter. Yes. And then you can email us at so this is love at
0: yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Yep. Um thank you everybody for listening. We hope
1: you have a
0: good one. Bye. Bye.